Hey guys, awesome episode today. We talk getting ghosted by a best friend and meeting someone at your apartment complex. Check it out, enjoy, share it with friends. J Train Podcast, J Train Jared Freak, coming to you live from Harlem, New York City. That's right. Get it up. Beach. Beach by noon. It's a vibe. It's a community. It's a lifeblood. It's a movement. It's a movement. Every Tuesday and Friday with your emails, your stories, your questions. I say it every episode. I'll say it again. Thank you for listening. Thank you for telling a friend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Keep doing that. That's how it works, people. You listen to the show. You make it your Instagram story. You tell a friend. That's how the whole thing works. Tickle their nuts. Tickle my nuts. Everyone's getting a feathering. I don't know where you are. I don't know how you listen. You're probably on a car ride to work, or you're heading to the beach by noon, or you're going to the gym. But listen, keep spreading the word. Make your Instagram story. Get people involved. Shelby's here. We're That's here. right. We're here. We're doing it. We're, We're doing living it. it. We got so many great emails, so excited. I got a couple of things to announce. I mean, we should talk about some things on the calendar. What do I got coming up? Where are you going to be? Sacramento, baby. That's right. Sacramento, the punchline, August 22nd to the 24th. Come on out. Bring the group chat. Chicago, Labor Day weekend, August 30th. Through the first, so get people involved. No better time to be there. There's really no better time. That's the time Chicago really lets it go. And listen, if you're listening right now, I'm in the UK, foggy London town. I'm coming to do live you up podcasts. Bring the crew. These. We are putting a production together. I feel like I'm a part of a Broadway musical. It's, if you haven't been it, you, you have no idea what you're getting it's into. It's an event. It's not, you know, I love doing stand-up, but this is just another thing. It's a whole new thing. We bring people on stage. We're making laughs. We're talking about dating. We have visual components. There's gifts we're giving away. So listen, it's Chicago, Detroit, Cleveland, and Toronto. That's the six. Uh, what is that? In the fuck am I doing that? That's the 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th. So, listen, people. There's a lot to choose from. You got to come out, but get out. Get off the couch. The summer and fall of J Train. That's right. And I'm very excited about today's guest. An OKP, original key player, 
Justin Smith, thank you for coming back. Dude, what's up, buddy? How are you doing? It's, you good? I'm good. It's great to have you back here, man. Oh, it's always good to be back, man. A fan favorite. All of you go follow Justin on Instagram at Justin Smith Comedy. He's hilarious. He's been on before. It's great to have you, man. Dude, I always love this podcast, man. It's one of my favorites. It's one of my favorite hangs. This is a... Uh, that's right. <laughs> we get serious. Here. I like I like how I get the orcs coming over the wall music. That's right. You've you've uh, you've approached the uh, you've come over the wall and into our hearts. Um, Hello. That's right. Hello, Justin. <laughs> you got and listen, all of you right now. Listen, Justin's a, a fop, friend of Pod. Okay, we got right now. We got to rally to him because he's got an album out. He's yeah. got a stand-up comedy album, and I'll tell you right now, put my seal of approval on it, Shelby. It's, uh, this is gold. That's right. It's a great album, and, and I always say this to people because I love this audience that comes to my shows and comes and supports this podcast because this isn't a stand-up comedy insider podcast. I know that. People listen right. to this because they want to hear fun uh, perspectives on dating and, and lifestyle, you know, advice stuff. So when they come to this show and I can introduce them to a stand up comedian, which is outside of the normal thing, um, I want them to really support these people. And you have an album that's out right now and it's called Inspired. Yeah. Why did you call it inspired? Uh, mainly because uh, the front cover is is covered with people that, and there's a, a large group of people that basically pushed this album to be possible. Okay, whether it be uh, comics that have passed away. Yeah, there's a few comics um, that are. Uh, you know, very well established that kind of gave me the nod early on. Yeah. And then there's a, you know, there's a few legends on there that are still living. And, and so it's, it's an homage to them. Yeah. So I mean, like that's the one thing I, that I, it bothers me in comedy is, is uh, cause I love, I love rap more than anything. Yeah. And rappers are always like looking back like rappers now, even like 20 year old kids are always nodding back to like UGK okay. or, or like, or like Jay, like early so Jay. Do you like, think that stand up, we don't really acknowledge no, we don't. where we came from? Of course not. Like, and so like, and then, and also like now that everything's digital, there's no liner notes, there's no thank yous, there's no anything. Sure. So why not, uh, why not pay tribute to the people that made who, who you are even possible? So it's called Inspired. And here's the thing, people. If you have Apple Music, you got the album. Yeah. If you've got Pandora, you've got the got album. It. If you've got Spotify, got it. you've got the album. You can stream these things and it takes, you know, a minute out of your day to go check it out is a mile for a comedian. It, it's so nice of you to, you know, thumbs up and give support in that way. These are all free ways to get free entertainment that's fantastic and professional. Right. So Feather those We nuts. want you to feather Justin's nuts. The album's called Inspired. If you search Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram, Justin Smith Comedy, yeah. anywhere on any of these places, you're going to find the album. And I think it's the great, when I say this podcast, we I know how people listen to a podcast, on their walks, on their rides to work, on the subway, the car, wherever you do it. The great peanut butter and jelly, I think the jelly to podcast peanut butter, the jelly to that peanut butter is the stand-up comedy album. It is oh, a yeah. nice little break from hearing my, me go on and on. And it's a way to, you basically enter into a room that you get to sit and you be a part of the show. 
Because you hear the audience. You hear the drinks clanking. Right. You hear the knives and forks against the plate. Well, you hear Justin on stage. Well, where we taped it is is in Comedy Works in upstate New York. Yeah. And it's below all these like old buildings in Saratoga Springs, which is yeah. like a really cool... Saratoga like Springs, old, they can drink there. Yeah. But you can hear like pipes flushing and you can hear all these... Because it's in a basement and it's very like yeah. raw. You can hear people reacting. It's 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 a very it's a very cool vibe and i i wanted to be i wanted it to feel a certain way again because i feel like a lot of comedy albums it, it doesn't feel like a way like yeah. going to one of your shows it's electric you can feel it in the air and yeah. i like i want i want people to be able to feel what it's like to be at a real comedy show and that's what it's about so all of you go and get involved with justin's album inspired it is out right now in fact pause this episode and get it on your phone. Get it right now. Apple Music. It's streaming. Spotify. Pandora. Anywhere you stream music is where you can find Justin Smith's album, Inspired. And to go along with it, and the interesting, you know, the album is one thing. You made a documentary that's on YouTube right now. Right. Well, I, I didn't make it. There was a, there's a photographer in New York who's, mm. who's a very well-known in the comedy scene. Yeah, he's he, great. He approached me about a year ago. His name's uh, Mike Lavin. Mike the homeless, Lavin. The homeless he, pimp. The homeless pimp on Instagram. He's fantastic. But he approached me about a year ago. He's like, dude, he's like, where you're at in your career. He's like, you're... you're you're so much better than where you are right now. And I can feel like you're on your journey on your way up. And he's like, I want to follow you. So he followed me for a year. And basically this, this, uh, doc is him following me for the year leading up to my album. So you can see the year's process into building what you will eventually listen to in the album. It's great. I watched the documentary. Um, it's in four parts. It's on YouTube. You can watch it right now. Go follow Justin on Instagram at Justin Smith Comedy, and it, it take it, you know what I like about it is it shows kind of the you know right now with Netflix. I was watching a special last night. I watch I pretty much watch most ninety nine percent of the specials that yeah, come across too. Netflix for five minutes at, at at a minimum. I'll you know just to check in and see what right just or just to give them a shot, just be like let's to see if something great's gonna happen. Let me see what they're doing. What yeah. are they talking about? Do I you know where? And you can't help but do the where do I land in this thing? Is this good? Am I fucking up? Whatever. But then what I like about this is it shows a it shows kind of how you get to the Netflix special. It's showing, yeah. you know, you know, that it's not, you know, there's a lot of people making a lot of sacrifices in their lives and taking things and and changing the direction of their life and really starting a business from literally words on a page. And that's a it's an interesting thing to watch because you're showing, you know, you, you even say in one of the scenes, it shows you being like, I'm going to go stay at the owner of a comedy club's place. Right. And you say that might sound weird to someone. I can understand yeah. why staying at someone's house the, it sounds weird. But it's, just, you know, sometimes it's a necessary thing where they're like, yeah, and you're staying with me. We don't put you in a hotel. Right, right. I have an extra room and it's called the comics room. Right. And that's where the feature stays. That's where all my DJ equipment is. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a bed in there and they're and they're saying to you, You're welcome. Yeah. You get to stay at my place. Yeah. That's more comfortable than a couch. Well, I'll tell you that that hotel's or that uh, owner's house is a lot better than some of the hotels that I've stayed in in comedy. There you go. Yeah, I remember I I stayed in a hotel like in Rochester once and it was like I remember like I had to like get up for a flight the next morning like real early and I was looking at the hotel and I was like there was people in the hallway at like 
four thirty in the morning. Like it's like those nineties college dorm shots where they're like, Why are you people still awake? Yeah. yeah. It, it was like time didn't exist. They like they were walking around like it was three thirty in the afternoon and right. like, Hey, good to see you. They're like, Hey, good to see you. I'm like all right. Uh, it's just another dimension sometimes that you walk into. But all of you go check it out. Justin Smith Comedy at Justin Smith Comedy. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah, man. I'm ready. Let's do it. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We got Justin Smith here, Classic Shelves. Let's do this one. Ghosted by my best friend. All right. Do you have any friends that you've kind of like left behind because of comedy or just because in general? Yeah. I, yeah. Like you, like I, you, I don't like doing it. But sometimes it's whether they they pull on me like emotionally or they yeah. pull on me like like they're like not a good like artistically like if they're pulling me back from like like kind of pushing boundaries or whatever mm-hmm. or it's kind of like it kind of makes me sad sometimes too. Yeah, I think everyone has friends that they you know the thing that's growing up like you know there's a lot of standups that have bits about this and it's because it's true. It's like how your friend group shrinks as you get older. Right. You know, when you're having your 21st birthday, you have a bar full of people. At your 31st birthday, it's a, you know, a living room full of people. At your 41st birthday, it's you and your two kids. You know, like, that's the way of life. That's just, and it's like, you know, none of us are beyond or above any of us in that respect. This person writes, in need of some helpful advice, I'm at a loss for what's happening to me lately. I went to a state school and played on the lacrosse team where I met all my friends. We've been a tight group since graduating, seeing each other when we can and usually go out about once a month if doable. During our junior year of college, we had a falling out with one of the girls in the group. Let's call her Molly. Her and I got into a pretty dumb fight and then stopped being friends for a while. Fast forward to the beginning of our senior year, we all began being friends again. The fight was never talked about, but things slowly went back to how we were. Back to the present. It's been over two years since we all graduated. So she's like 24. And Molly and I have been great. Hanging out more, carpooling, bonding. So I thought, or so I thought, six weeks ago, she started to ghost me. Totally out of the blue as far as I'm aware. Ignored texts about hanging out. Stopped liking all my Instagram posts. Very millennial of me to notice, I know. No, it's, I mean, it's normal to notice. Um, all very out of the blue and weird. I reached out to a friend in the group and she told me that she thinks Molly has started feeling upset or is still holding a grudge over the over the fight we had our junior year i'm i'm attaching the message i sent to her to try and hint at talking and knowing something was up as of today i haven't heard from her in over a month and a half i reached out about talking and seeing as if uh as this issue as her issue with me i'm not sure what else to do Please provide me with some wise advice from you and the esteemed guests and Shelby, of course. I attached some pictures as I would be honored to have a celeb lookalike. Thank you in advance. She is very cute. Yep. Definitely looks like she played on the lacrosse team. Um, here, I'll, let me give the look and then I'll read the text she sent. You get the look? She's very, I would say, in shape and good looking, right? I would say so. So this is the text she sent. <laughs> hey, lady. I love the hey, lady. It's like, uh, you know, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm coming in nice. It's like the, the equivalent of like tiptoeing into the room. Right. Hey, lady. <laughs> There's a funny video from the Atlanta version of a it's a it's a little people show 
Do you know what I'm talking about? It's like Little no, People, huh. Big World. It's like a TLC oh, show. I, yeah, oh, I know that. That's, so there's yeah, like yeah. a version of it that's from Atlanta. And there's like, <laughs> one of the women walks in the room and it's awkward. And she's like, hey, girls. <laughs> and it's a funny gif. Uh, just was thinking about you. I have this romper that I think you'd rock. I look like 12-year-old in it, LOL, but it would look super good on you. I also just feel like I haven't heard from you in a while before your birthday, too. And just wanted to see if we were okay or if there was something I did or that maybe happened. And if there is, maybe we could get together and talk about it. You're one of my best friends, and I just just want to make sure, and I want to hang out if you have the time. I know you're busy with coaching and the new pup. Just, you know, if there's anything, just let me know, and we can talk about it. Or maybe I'm just overthinking. Sometimes I never know with myself. I think that's a fantastic text. Yeah, it's great. You also you come in, you come in friendly, and yeah. then you also like. Also, I have this gift for yeah, you. Yeah, I've, like, <laughs> like you. I have brought wares <laughs> from my closet. Yeah, and, al- and also you like the one thing I like that she did was she like respected a like a bullshit thing and like not the bullshit thing in somebody's life, but like, it's like, Oh, I know you have that new puppy. Yeah. And it's like, Oh my, Oh my gosh. She's so busy up with you. It's so busy well, from having to walk it three times a day. I, I think the, the other thing is like, you know, the text is fantastic. We don't know what happened junior year. It is. We can all agree that if there's something that happened junior year, it's over. You're 24 now. Right. You're trying to become adults. You're trying to get to that point where you feel comfortable in life. To be hanging on something that happened junior year, we all agree is stupid. But if it was never spoken about and it was big enough for her to leave the group and then come back without mentioning it, I could understand why it's still on her mind. Shelby, do you have any thoughts on this? I got a celeb look like. Let's hear it. This is a very good one. Yeah? I don't even know how to pronounce this lady's name. Well, let's figure it out. <laughs> Goal Shift A Farahani. Shift A? Mm-hmm. How do you spell that name? I just want to see Jared spell it. This is a G O L. Yeah. S H I F T E H. Has it come up yet? Yeah, here she is. Wow. Yeah, good job, Shelby. Holy wow. fuck, Shelby. Thank you. This is the replica of this person. So her name is Gol Golshifte Farahani, an Ira- Iranian actress and singer. She has appeared in 25 films. She was in The Upside. I That's know the most f- recent movie. I know her from the indie film Patterson. Okay, I don't know them. Pirates of the Caribbean. Again, I know her from the movie Patterson. You guys, if you go look this chick up, I mean, is it not the same yeah. person? Mm-hmm. That's a dead ringer. Oh, my God. Shelby. Hit that bell. Classic Shelby. Classic Shelb. Nails another one. Nails another one. Um, what Do you have any thoughts on her email, what she should do? Uh, no. Okay. Well, I would say to her, um, you did the thing. Here's what I would say to her also. Um, she said in her email, it's been over two years. We all graduated. Ignored about text. You sent a text. Um do you, now you have to assess. You've sent the text that is hard to send. Now you have to have the conversation with yourself. Do you want to be friends with this person? Right. Like, do you really, like, you offered, like, we should get together and talk about it. If, if, if at this point you go, you know what? I've been without this person and I've moved on. It's, I've, I've tried my best and I didn't get, what you know, no right. response. You can move on now. Of course. Like, I think that's the other thing, too, is I, I, I've seen... 
I've I've been both people in this mm. scenario. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got to let it because like sometimes when you've been apart for a while and you come back, like yeah. things start to feel good. But being the the person that's ghosting, I feel like sometimes like you come back and it feels good. But then you start remembering like, oh, things were good before. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I remember how I felt when I walked away. Like all those memories of like, oh, this is going to hurt at like the end of it. You're saying that like she came back to the group and was like, this group isn't for me. No, no, no. I'm saying that like it feels like it used to, but like when when she walked away or like when things split or when they had to fight, like that was so hurtful that you're kind of like, oh, I don't want to do that again. What do you like, mean? You start I, remembering of like what happened before. Is that you understand what I'm saying? No. Whose side? You're talking from the, like the ghosting side. The girl who's ghosting is yeah. the one she's writing in about. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is like, yeah. but I feel like the reason she's ghosting is because she remembers the fight. And how she felt after, like, kind of like how it like made her feel, and how like we had this group of friends, and now we're not close anymore. Yeah, like I feel like that's like something that that I would do, where it's like I you kind of remember it's still sticking in your craw a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. so, but you like I don't want that to happen again. So it's like, well, I'm gonna do this on I'm my terms. Leave, leave now or forever hold my peace. Right, type of deal. I I think, but from the perspective of the emailer, where she's writing in, being like, okay, I did my thing. Now it's like, okay, you did your thing. Are you like, okay, life sucks without this person? It might. You might be like, hey, this was like a really good friend. I just want to be... I would understand just wanting to be on good terms. Like, I would send... I would double text and I would be like, hey, I'm double texting because I'm really wondering what happened. I have another another romper that I just found. (laughs) I'm finding another romper and I'm sitting here. If you don't want to answer, that's cool, but I do think, you know... At this point, I'm I'm gonna give up on what's going on here. Right. If you can't like, if we can't figure out a solution, but I I also understand like no one wants to be living while knowing there's someone out there who has this grudge against you, and I think that's where she is right now. It's like, you know, you might not want to be friend. I don't. I would say to her, I I might not want to be friends with you, but I also want to know what I've done so that I can fix this for the future. And honestly. If someone leaves a group and comes back to it, then ghosts again, they might have their own issues that aren't you can't really handle. Or maybe they, it's the exact it's fuel bigger. that you, maybe it's the fuel that you need to pull off that romper that you were going to give to That's her. That's right. You You're could, like, oh yeah, wear the romper to the meeting, <laughs> and you go, I don't look like I'm 14 anymore. Yeah. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. What are we? That is the title of the email we'll do this one then we'll get it to some ads uh feather feather i've been seeing this guy for a few weeks and i'm very confused as the direction this is heading in the beginning things move super quick first day was on a friday we went for drinks wound up staying for five hours kissed goodbye went our separate ways the next night saturday asked if i wanted to come over so i did and we fucked shocker and i stayed in stayed the night we had already scheduled a second day for tuesday we got drinks he came back to my apartment afterwards this was before the 4th of July weekend. We were both away that weekend, so didn't see each other again until the following week. This is when it gets weird. He stopped trying to schedule, uh, stopped trying to schedule plans and always claims he's so busy, but it's like it's New York, aren't we all? He asked me to come over the following Tuesday, so I did and again stayed the night. At this point, he has stopped making date plans and only asked if I want to come over. What's his deal? I listened to an old episode where he gave the advice of making myself inconvenient, so I have declined the last two invitations. I only have so much willpower, though, so the next time I'll probably say yes. Is he just looking for a hookup, or do you think he'd eventually want more? For reference, I'm 25, he's 27. Help, what do you think? 
oh, I think we all know, like, He's clearly like doing the hookup thing. Like it's he's he's doing yeah. that he's doing that uh, he's doing that classic like uh, like you know those uh, like small loans or like credit card. Mm-hmm. Hey, the zero percent interest for this long, but just you know that the interest is going to be twenty five percent after we like. Yeah, after, he's doing the hike up. Yes, he's doing the teaser. This is the, the, it's the teaser down. rate. He's doing the hike down. Yeah, he's going. Yeah, listen, I'll uh, I'll give you a great rate. Yeah, and then five hours and drinks. You're thinking, oh, dude, this is my soulmate. Here's the thing, she writes. It's been a few weeks. Yes, it's been a few weeks. What is your goal here? She has to realize, what is your goal? I don't like that she's like, oh, I went and listened to an old episode. You said make yourself inconvenient. But I can only be inconvenient for so long. It's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> that advice isn't to, for you to go. That advice is given the idea of being inconvenient. The idea of saying, yeah, I can't make it to your place on Tuesday. Let me know when you want to go get drinks. That is you saying, my standard is that I want to be taken out and I want a real relationship. He is telling you, without saying it, what he wants. He wants to hang out with you when it's convenient for him. If that is not what you want, then you two want two different things. If you agree to his contract and go, well, I gave up, I don't want to be, I don't have the willpower, then you're agreeing to his contract. The thing is, you know, Women, a lot of women that write in, they're like, I want romance. I want, I want, to know, I want it to be romantic. I want it to be fun. And then they go, but what are we doing? Right. And it's like, well, <laughs> those are two different things. Right. If you, want to read, if you want to have things go unsaid, then you have to be able to read between the lines. Between the lines are exactly what you're saying. Right. He said, I put in a couple dates. Now you said you'd fuck, fuck me. Let's keep fucking until this thing crashes and fizzles out well also like i feel like you're at a like this whole situation is like you're at a she's at a point where she's proven that she's fun she can come over late and do the thing like but it's also kind of like he should like you should be able to be like hey i want to do yeah i don't i don't mind doing this she's like i don't mind coming over late hang like and and then hooking up and then and then leaving i don't mind doing that at all but also like i want to do these things too yeah i want to get to know you more I want those things plus a relationship. And he's doing, no, you're a Tuesday person, plus I right. go out and look for new chicks on Friday. Right. Right now, I would, I would tell you right now, he's going on a date on a Friday with someone else and, spending, and looking to spend that five hours to get to the Saturday fuck. Right. That's his move. He's just reloading. He's really good at the five-hour drink. He's good at that. <laughs> J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsor people. Woo! Love the sponsor. Noom, 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 Noom. Love Noom. Noom is the best because it really keeps you on track for all your fitness stuff. Oh, yeah. I like it because when you're trying to get in shape, it's really about having the little pinch in your side. It's them saying, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, weigh in. Hey. Hey, 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 what'd you eat today? Hey, being in shape and creating a new habit is a a 24-hour-a-day job. Noom is the assistant who's working for you 24 hours a day. That's why I love it. Getting in shape. It's not just about losing weight. It's about learning healthier habits, feeling better about yourself. That's why the book... Eat This, Not That is such a success because it's like, okay, you're on the go. I'm in Applebee's. What should I have? And you go, well, I would think the salad's good. And Eat This, Not That, Not That would go, well, the sa- this salad 
is the same as having seven cheeseburgers. Oh my god, the cheesecake factory! Remember when they do that? Yes. And they're like, this is twenty-one thousand calories. And it's like if you only knew the one, you know. Oh, the Chinese chicken sells the equivalent of seven, you know, thousand French fries. Yeah. And then you're, they're like, well, if you get the arugula salad with some chicken on it, you're like. That's actually a healthy meal. And you go, oh, okay, good. It's like translating things for you. And Noom is that right in your hip pocket. Okay? It's someone to be like, eh, no, 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 This way. Make a left. It's your own. I would call it, I would call Noom like a health version of Waze. Yes. Waze is like, no, take the back road. There's nobody taking that road. Noom, in the same way, is like, no, 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 no. Start eating grapes, not craisins. Yeah. That has water content in it. It's going to make you feel fuller. No banana chips. So what if you could use one program for all your health and weight loss needs? No more hunting for training apps, workouts, or calorie trackers and meal plans. Plus, add a goal specialist and a community of members to keep you motivated and accountable. It's like a workout bestie all in one place. Just what I'm saying. So... I, I think it's better self-care, better confidence and clothing. More, it's, This is all about changing a lifestyle, not just a fad diet. And Noom is in the habit-changing solutions that help users learn to develop a new relationship with food through personalized courses based in psychology. Noom teaches you why you do, do things, the things you do, and arms you with the tools to break the bad habits and replace them with the better ones. They say it's based on cognitive behavioral approach, and it, I just say it works. So listen, I, I like what Noom's doing because they're seeing the way things are going, and they're going, this health shit's crazy. It's not helping anybody. Everyone's just jumping from one diet fad to another, and Noom's like, we need long-term approach. So you don't have to change it all in one day. Small steps make big progress. Sign up for your trial today at Noom. N-O-O-M dot com slash J train. Noom dot com slash J train. What do you have to lose? Visit Noom dot com slash J train to start your trial today. That's Noom dot com slash J train. The last weight loss program you'll ever need. I love that. Go check out Noom dot com slash J train. Here with Justin Smith at Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Go follow. He's got the album out called Inspired. I love it. He's hilarious. Let's do. I feel like the. I feel like that was like a strategic placement to have me on with the with, with the Noom. weight loss with the weight loss app. Listen, man. It's a well. Here's the thing. The Noom thing. What I like about it is that you can ignore the notifications. But right. They're just notifications. It's right. just like to me, it's like gamifying the whole like. How do I? You know, it's like it's like when you like just learning when you're equipped with knowledge, that's when you really start to break through with these things. I think right. it's like because I'm one of those people that's like, oh, I had a whole pizza. It was a thin crust. And then I'm right. like, you move on with my day. Hey, J. Trent, obsessed with the podcast and your open, brutally honest feedback. That's why I'm writing in. Just want your thoughts on a situation that I find myself in. I've been with a guy for about five months. Things have been great. However, two years ago, an ex-girlfriend of his tra- of his tragically passed away. And she's still a big part of his life from a rare heart condition. Oh, I'm sorry. I can't even imagine how that must have felt for him, her family, and her f- friend group. Uh, however, it's incredibly difficult for me to, as <clears throat> it's incredibly difficult for me as their friends are not overly friendly towards his new girlfriend, quote unquote, me. 
and his ex is constantly brought up and remembered fondly as she should be. And I've only had to win over him and his friends, but his ex's friends, ex's sister. I've not only had to win over him and his friends, but his ex's friends, ex's sister, ex's parents, and ex's grandparents. This seems like a lot. Yeah. A girlfriend he had two years ago. I understand, like, tragically. Uh, that's brutal. Um, I've also been in a situation like this. You before. have. Yeah. All the while, I can't say anything. I can't even imagine what her friends and family have gone through. So I feel like I just have to suck it up and deal. What do you think? I know everyone has a past and exes, but it's difficult when the ex is constantly portrayed as perfect and you're constantly being compared to them. I mean, meeting the friend's grandparents. And I, am I just being insensitive, overly sensitive? I don't think you are. Uh, how would you handle the situation? Thanks so much for all the amazing insight. What do you think? Well, I think the the one thing that I learned from my situation because like I was in a I was in a relationship with a girl, mm-hmm. and uh, the dude before me, the entire family loved because this girl was kind of like a a rural type of girl. What do you mean? Like she's kind of like a country kind of chick, right? And so the dude that came before me was like a, uh, he was like a good old boy. Like he was a, he he was was a volunteer firefighter, athlete. He was kind of what, you know, basically built in the family's shadow. Yeah, he was, he he was basically like he was born to to be be in their family. uh, In their family. And so, and I come along and I'm not any of those things at all. And, they all hated me, but I. But what I also knew was, and not you know, not saying that this. Yeah. But what what I also knew was that he was a piece of shit. Sure. And he treated this girl like 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 dog shit. At that point, but the different. Yeah, that's. It's tough to live up to like whatever they've built him up to, but at the same time, you own the idea of like knowing like, yeah, but this was a bad dude anyway, so there's nothing for me to like. You know, like yeah, you, yeah. you, you knew. She's sitting there being like, the only report she has on this ex is that she was an angel, an angel and, on and then, earth, and then now she's gone. And now she's princess, gone. He was dating Princess Diana, is what yeah. he was doing. <laughs> I mean, live. What do they say? You know, live long enough to uh, to become the the evil one. What do they say? <laughs> die. <laughs> Fucking die the Either hero die the or hero live long or... enough to become the villain. Exactly. Yeah. Die the hero or live long enough to become the villain. We stumbled through that saying. That's really. okay. But I'm saying like, you know, it's it's one of those things where like she's, I'm sure, like I'm not going to, you know, speak ill of the dead, but I'm right. saying I'm sure she had her issues too. Like, of course. you know, I'm sure that um, there wasn't all like, you know, sunny days and rosebuds, but I, I think how does she deal with it well i think the the biggest thing right now is if if uh her and the dude like if if, like if she makes him happy Mm -hmm. then that's all that's your focus because here's what here's what the only thing that's going to win over parents is if he's continually happy and you make him a better person yeah that that is going to win over everything that's going to beat any any other hand i agree with that but i would also encourage her to remember what makes you happy in this relationship? Like, are you enjoying this relationship? Is everything great but this one thing where you go, uh, you know, like, the one thing, like, when you say, like, make sure he's happy, like, I agree with, like... Well, yeah, I mean, know, I didn't mean, like... No, 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 but I, I think, like, make sure this person's happy, but, like, if you're happy in the relationship, then he's going to be happy, too. The problem becomes when, you know, I don't like that, you know... To, to win over the friends, but his ex's friends, ex's sister, ex's parents, and grandparents, like, 
I don't know why she has that responsibility, like to win them over. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. you don't have to win anyone. The the a good relationship. I don't know why you're being put in that position where it's and you got to make these people happy. It's like no, 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 no. Yeah. Maybe this relationship is a little bit fucked, anyways. Maybe you know, for you to have to like, if I was to bring someone to like, even when I bring someone to my parents, I bring my girlfriend to my parents. I don't go. Well, if you don't win them over, it's over. I would never like do it that way. I'd be like, yeah, I'm bringing you to them because I know you'll get along with them. Right. I'm not bringing them to like convince me. So if you're being put in this position where the guy's like, well, test one is over, you know, like I, it, the way she makes it sounds, it sounds like, well, let's see if you get past ex's grandparents. It's right. Like, That's not healthy at all. You should maybe be reevaluating this relationship and how he is with you. Not with you in relation to the ex who passed away. Well, I also feel like she's kind of taking a lot of mortar fire already. So it's kind of like, I feel like, I feel like it's kind of like a serious thing because to, to go through all those hurdles to like, even just to sit down yeah. a, a, on a date and just be like, yeah, so uh, you get to the ex's talk and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, my last one, she, you know, she's, she's. She's, it's, like, she, it's like dating with a ghost around, like woo, like, like a Bone Thugs and Harmony song starts I, playing. I used to blow him to fruition. You know, like I, how, how do you even compete with that? Like, you can't. You can't even. He can't even get blowjobs in certain spots. Like yeah, that's Becky's spot. That's what, that's what Becky did. He pour, He pours one out for his. I, um, you shall meet my grandparents, and if they don't like you, you know, like it's a. You've put it like I and I'm making a joke because it's like so, to me like if I I'm trying to think if I had a dead ex and I was like I would bring that up but I don't think I would be like you know using it as the barometer for how this person right should be like you can say you can have love for someone in your life that's passed away while also not making them Jesus Christ. Right. Also, if she was half the person that the her family is making her out to be, she'd be cool with this dude like finding somebody else Absolutely. and like want it like she would be cool with it. So why like why are they making it weird? It's like I feel like I, they they I feel like they also have shit they're not dealing with and then you're kind of the like she's kind of the scapegoat absolutely. of this whole situation. I, I think here's the advice to me. Be a little bit okay with being kind of a bad person. <laughs> I think it's it's okay to go, listen, I'm sure she was beautiful and fun and great, but that time's passed. Uh, here's some tough love. I'm with you now because I'm enjoying myself. I'm not going to go to the ex, the dead ex's grandparents. I'm right. not going. I, I, I'm sorry. That doesn't seem like an event that I should be at. It feels like, and I'm here to support you, but like, if that's what you need out of a girlfriend... If that's what you need, if, like, let's say we get married, we gotta go. We have to go celebrate right. the dead ex's fucking you parents. Gotta, you you know? gotta see that high school graduation photo on the wall. Yeah, like, <laughs> what, what, when does this end? When right. does, what's the evolution of this? Like, listen, I'm here for you. What you are, the person you are today, because you had that experience. But that doesn't mean that I have to go through this obstacle course of this other person's life. Right. And I think it's, you know, that's why this podcast exists is that we can make ghost noises and make fun of it a little bit because we're letting you know that you're not wrong for feeling a little bit. But you also have to separate, you know, are you being too sensitive? If, if he's not doing all this and he's just like, yeah, you know, if he keeps up with this, if, if he's saying, oh, I want you to meet my ex's grandparents because I'm friends with them. And right. then you're going, well, I have to. 
I have to, I, and then you write it to me as, I have to win over the ex's grandparents. He didn't say that. So right. make sure that you're on point too. So if he's, if these people are a part of his life naturally and he's actually friends with them and like they have this like shared thing of the daughter and they, and he's like actually enjoys going and hanging out with them. Yeah, be a part of that. That's great. But don't act like, well, I got to win over these people. No, 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 no. That's not what he's saying. He's saying, but if it's the opposite where he's like, and now I got to go to my dead ex's grandparents, you what know, if it, what, if it was just, what if it was just something small where it was just like she just wore a shirt that says there's no afterlife? Like just, just something like, just like, and just says, she's like, I don't know what the deal was. It was yeah, laundry yeah, yeah, yeah. day. It was <laughs> the thing is that a lot of this lives in the gray of like, yeah, some things are annoying that are tough to say are annoying. And sometimes you have to say to him, yeah, this seems like a little much. Like, I, I understand, like, I respect you. It makes me like you more that you really have this connection with her. And you're the, that's the reason you are right. who you are today. But I'm not going to live my life in the shadow of someone that had, you know, that you, you still miss. And maybe, just maybe, he's not over it. Maybe you're there as, and this is the tough thing to kind of look in the mirror about. Maybe you're there to to like fill in the hole and he doesn't really connect with you as much and he's just kind of using you to prop up this you know this hole in his life and that's a sad thing too j trade pot what's that but, but, but it's also like a i mean it's kind of like a selfless thing too like it's i mean it's a thing that everybody goes through but yeah it's what do you mean well i mean i mean like it's kind of like a thing where uh it's something everybody does it, it, it when tragedy ha- like you kind of look for like the next like I've been oh, through yeah, horrible uh, breakups and then like the sh- next person like there is a there was it, a, it happens yeah you, everyone is something to that to some that to somebody right everyone is a replacement person to somebody and then you break up and you realize in hindsight and you go hey right, well I get why I was there I don't he's not an evil person for doing that right. I'm not saying that but I. You know, you that's what I heard you say. See it for you literally, you winked at me and said that. You're the devil. <laughs> and this ghost is going to haunt you forever. <laughs> I will used to rub his head after giving him blowjobs. <laughs> Let's get some more emails. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. Same apartment complex. Help. Papa. I'm a 25-year-old post-grad male living in the great city of Kansas City, Missouri. I met a girl the other night who lives in the same uh, apartment complex as me while taking my dog out after work. We talked for a little bit, then she left. She was a 785. We have a rating system here on the podcast, face, body, personality. He puts a question mark after five. Okay. Yeah, they just met. Uh, right. Five is a little harsh on someone you just <laughs> met. Uh, face, body, personality. You can use it male, male or female. How weird would it be if I found her on Facebook and Messenger? Do I call out the weird about it or do I just hope to meet up with her again? Give me some help. Thanks, Pops. Keep it up, bud. Been listening since the Chubby's frat days. Thanks, buddy. What do we think? I mean, I think you got to just... Messaging is way... Especially since you live in the same complex, messaging is way too weird. You also... I mean, like, you're going to run into her again. Yeah. This isn't someone you met on a flight who you may never see again. Right. Like that would be if you met him on a flight and they were like, well, good news. It's we like had a good talk. It's a Hail Mary. That's a Hail Mary. You never see him again. You never have to deal with the embarrassment. This, you're going to send the message. Then maybe sometimes it goes to like the other, there's another messages folder that things get lost in. So then you're like, she never even reads it. You're, you're living right. in this world where 
How could she? How could she not answer? But then you see her all the time. But then she didn't even see it. You know, like there's a lot that can go wrong. Oh, of course. This reminded me of a tweet I saw. Some girl wrote like, "Oh, I I saw this guy at a gym. This guy I go to the gym with. I searched him out. Did the whole sleuth like sure. messaged him. Hey, what's up? And he wrote back like, "Geez, what are you a spy?" And then like a dozen LOLs and somebody quote tweeted like, if this was a guy doing that, we'd be saying like, call the police. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He's got to be careful. I think the the other thing is like, as far as like, he has to uh, think of his hotness scale. What is hotter than meeting someone? Like we, the bar is so low right now for looking hot as a dude. So for him, you got your dog, you had a quick conversation that went well enough for you to go, Hey, I think I might have got a shot here. There could be a hotel pool or a complex pool, maybe. Complex pool or complex dog walking area. You're going to see her again. Own that. What I would do if I were him, hey, how you doing? How's it been? Re talk about what you talked about before. And then here's the line. And remember this line for anyone out there that's like, I want to be able to pick, pick and, uh, the, the, before I get the line. You meet her out in person and you ask her out in person? Wow. Yeah. I mean, in 2019, that's a wow, that's one where the girls go, like that's funny to me that <laughs> what would impress friends now wouldn't impress any other generation. He he made eye contact with you? Yeah. And he and he asked you on a date in person? Lock him yeah. up. <laughs> you know, like the friends would be like, you got to you got to make sure you have this kid's child now. Right. He said to you, let's go for drinks. It's almost like, it's almost like, what does he drive? It's like, that, it's like that same, yes. it's like that same thing. How much, you know? Yeah. The, it used to be, wow. Does he have a car? Yeah. He drives a new Camaro. Ooh. Ooh. Now it's, <laughs> so did he, did he speak to you in person? <laughs> what, well, what, what, what did he say? He said he'd like to get drinks sometimes. Ooh, yeah. look at that. Not an ounce of awkward on the conversation. Yeah, he didn't, even, he didn't even stare into the ether like he didn't know what to say. You know, like, <laughs> he, like so here's what, so this is, you're, you're elevating yourself. Next time you see her out with your dog, you go, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, I don't know what you're doing this weekend, but I'd love to get a drink this weekend. What's, uh, take my number. Take my number. Yeah. This is great because what it does for you is now the problem with picking someone up is that you don't want to leave. Sometimes the mistake people make is they leave things up to the person to pull. Right. You, you, no, you, you, leave, you leave things for the other person to do. You want to do things that it's like when I do crowd work at a comedy show. I say any single people, but I have something to say when they right. say I'm single. So for you, hey, don't make it any of their responsibility. Hey, uh, I don't know what you're up to this weekend, but I'd love to get a drink. Take my number. They don't have to do anything. They right. then go, oh, okay. Take my number and then text. And then you walk away. Now you've done all the work. You've asked her out. You've given the number. She can pull on that rope or not. Right. That's the move. Hey, I'm not sure what you're up to this weekend, but I'm, uh, I'd love to get a drink. Here's my number. Now... Got, I actually have to get going. The dog needs to be back by three. Right. Boom. And then also, it's not awkward if you see her again. 
at, like after because like, you're, like, you're like, oh, yeah, what's, how is it going? Is it going like, yeah, and you just, yeah. And it's like, it's not like you texted her a million times. She just didn't pull on the rope, and that's okay. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. The invites roommate move. Very. I like this title. Feather, fe- feather here, feather there. I've told my four sisters to listen to your podcast, and although terrified, I've set out my first open mic because you've helped inspire me. Oh, congratulations. Now, E-Man of infatuation. Is an E-Man like a thing? Not to my knowledge. I need your help. I've recently developed a crush on a coworker. She's a recent hire. Not too long ago, we bonded over books, book stories, a book series that we had read, and unsurprisingly, our love of libraries. Uh, she's petite, has dark features, and a personality. A connection was born. We decided to visit our kick-ass downtown library to read. I had a good time. I had, she had fun, and she said she would do this again. We scheduled to do this a second time, and after some scheduling, rescheduling, she couldn't make it and offered another time and date. We finally made it happen. The day is here. I'm in the library, and she texts me that she's here, and that her roommate came along as well. This throws me because now Shelly is here too. Name change to protect the innocent. This has happened to me before. And the previous time it happened, I learned that there was not going to be getting any getting any getting together. So I can't help but feel this is a cock block move. I'm puzzled because I'm a uh, I feel a connection. We have uh, fun talking about our books or, or soccer. Or, and when we chat, there's usually a lot of direct eye contact. But now I'm just confused. Send a Gentile your wisdom from atop your Jewish mountain of love, a confused bookworm. What do you think? Well, one thing I, I think that uh, because, I mean, I'm thinking library, reading together. I, the, this has got nerdy, nerdy, sure. nerdy dude. And the one thing I know about... Bunch of uh, losers. Yeah, well, that's not what I, that's not what I said. Kidding, that's what Jay said with his uh, <laughs> Penn State t-shirt on. Uh, no, I... I, I I know that that nerds do things in their own different way. Like to me, a girl, I don't see a girl bringing her friend to like, I see that as, oh, she had a bad day. Come like, she doesn't think anything of it. Mm -hmm. Like I, I I see like, oh, she didn't even think about the situation. Well, that's, here's the problem with sticking with your, with lying using your interests. Because, yes, he likes that they connected over books, but he also likes to see her naked. Right. So you have to admit to one at a certain point. So he, so he likes books, but he'd like to see her naked. Right. You ain't get naked in the library. And I'm using naked. You could sit here and be like, naked? Yeah. You want to be romantic with her, and you're doing it via the unromantic. Right. At some point, you have to reveal yourself. You have to take off the mask and go, ha ha, right. I want to fuck too. Right. You know, like that's, <laughs> so the reality of any connection with a male, female or male, male, whatever, whatever your, your proclivity is, is at some point you have to take what makes you guys be friends and then reveal here's also take off the mask and say, I also want to make this more. And he hasn't done that. Right. He's only lived in library zone. Oh, this is, this is. You know, so I could, what you're saying is exactly correct. I could see her going, this is great guy at work who loves the library and we go hang out there. I'm going to bring my friend. She loves libraries too. Right. At no point in this courting, as you, a quote unquote, have you revealed that you're looking to be romantic. All you've been is a good friend at work. And it's her right to go, yeah, this is my friend from work. 
I, and she might not feel anything. This is my good friend from work, but I, you know he's not that. You know, I'm not really into that. And, but I do like going to the library with him. Right. That might be what it is. Well, his reveal needs to come really quick. It's got to come soon. It's, he's got to do it. So be happy that she wants to hang out with you. Have fun during the hangouts. I'm not saying that it's wrong to go to the library. I think this is great. You're getting to know her. She brought the roommate because she's like, this is a great guy, and we like to do those things too. Right. You need to now reveal yourself. You have to, and I'm not saying reveal, you know, don't get naked. I'm just saying right. <laughs> in the metaphorical sense. Hey, uh, that was fun. Uh, would you like to get a drink this week? And also, because you guys work together, that makes it a little even more awkward. So she's like, she's probably trying to be as careful as possible, too. It's one of two things. She either has no idea, and it's three things. One, this guy works into me, but I don't want to really... I don't want to like shake the boat, so I'm just like hanging out with him at the library. Two, this is my cool friend from work who likes to go to libraries. Three, um, I don't know why this guy I like keeps bringing me to the library. <laughs> I don't even like reading. Yeah, I, I, I thought we, I kind of want to go on a date with him, but he keeps bringing up this fucking library thing. Those are the three options. This guy, I don't like this guy, but I, you know, he's nice. I don't even, I have no clue, but he's nice. I like this guy, but he keeps bringing me to libraries. So you need to reveal yourself of what you really want. And what you really want isn't to read the new fucking Harry Potter. It's to get your Harry Potter touched. <laughs> well, I think there's also, there's also a nerd version of doing the going out, getting, like there, I mean, depending on where you are, there are, there are nerdy bars that you can go, like there's I, comic book, like there's all, there's always a cool place to do like the, Reveal, oh, but also you, be. Hey, let's go to a, let's go to a barcade. Yeah, you know, like hey, there's this cool bar. I'm just saying, you have to like, you have to take it away from fucking story time. Right. It's just it, a little tweak. It, I'm, I agree with you. It doesn't have to be a big. You don't have to go on a fucking you know three hour five hour date like that other person. But it's like, hey, let's go to a barcade and have some beers while we play some video games, and then it should be pretty apparent that it's a date because you know I want to take you out. And also, like, I mean, it, it, you, to to stop this situation from happening again, say, you know, just you and like you and me, like, make sure that it's clear that it's just you and that person. Yeah. I, hey, I want to. Well, I think like bringing the friend in the library, I totally don't blame her for doing that. Like, I think it's like, yeah, OK, cool. She likes to read, too. We're right. all cool. But at the moment where you go, hey, uh, I'd love to do drinks this week. I know this really cool. I'd love to do drinks this week is you saying I'm not just the fucking, you know, reading partner. Right. Let's go to the this barcade. I know you like video games. I love video games. If she brought her roommate to that, you go, then you'd have a right to go, hey, um, I asked you out for drinks, and then you brought this friend. I, I kind of, I'm, I'm interested in you. Right. If you want to like go down that road. Podcast at gmail.com. Podcast at gmail.com. We're sponsored people. Guys are terrible at taking care of their health. Whether it's a knee injury, bad back, or something worse, guys are usually more comfortable with rubbing some dirt on it than seeing a doctor. I'm guilty of that myself. I am. Listen, <clears throat> getting to the doctor is tough. It's tough for anyone because it's, it's really a moment of like, it's like listening to this podcast when you send in an email. You're going to get a moment of harsh truth. You got to fix this. You got to do this. You're, you know, this isn't right. This is right. You get a full report so the doctor can be scared. I'll also say this. We're talking about Roman. I love what Roman's doing because, you know, when it comes to ED, erectile dysfunction, 70% uh, of guys who experience ED don't get treated for it. 
And Roman created an easy way to get checked out by a doctor and get treated for ED online, which is great because it takes a lot of the, you know, um, awkwardness the out. Weirdness. Right. Weirdness. You know, like, I mean, I, I love this example and I bring it up all the time. The Snoop Dogg example to me is the best one. Snoop Dogg got paid, I would assume, millions of dollars to represent one of these ED online companies. Right. And he has a line in it where he goes, he literally says, people deal with erectile dysfunction. Not me. Probably you. <laughs> and it's like, dude, you were paid millions of dollars and you can't just say, like, people deal with it without saying, not me. Like, he had to, like, make sure people knew. Right. I don't have ED. I'm Snoop Dogg. Fuck you. That's how fucked up we are about ED. So understand it, own it. Not even Snoop Dogg can go on a commercial where there might be the thought that he has ED. He has to come out and go, and by the way, not me. Yeah. So that's how crazy this is. Roman is a one-stop shop where you can chat with a licensed U.S. physician who can treat ED and, if safe and appropriate, uh, ship medication right to your door. With Roman, there's no waiting rooms, awkward face-to-face conversations, or uncomfortable trips to the pharmacy. So you can handle everything discreetly online. All you have to do is visit getroman.com slash jtrain. That's getroman.com slash jtrain. That's getroman.com slash jtrain. Complete an online visit, chat with the doctor, and if the doctor decides it would be safe and appropriate, they'll ship a genuine medication right to your door in discreet, unmarked packaging. For a free online visit, go to GetRoman.com slash JTrain. That's GetRoman.com slash JTrain for a free online visit. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash JTrain. GetRoman.com slash J-Train. Here with Justin Smith at Justin Smith Comedy. The album is out right now. Inspired. The doc is on YouTube. And that's out right now. This is all stuff to keep you occupied on the toilet. Yep. That documentary, I, I banged out the whole thing in one shit. Yeah. It was a long shit. Yeah. It was good shit. I'm, go, I'm, glad, I'm glad you liked it. I'm glad I, you <laughs> Thank you. Has the fuck train left the station? I took your advice and ended with this guy who didn't want to take, date me seriously. So I began the process of moving on. Crying, eating a lot, face masks, and fuck it. Yeah. I almost forgot how, to get, uh, how great the attention felt. I met a guy on a dating app, met up with him, got drinks, went back to his place, and slept together. The sex was great. He reached out to me a couple days later, slept together again the following week. The third time I reached out to him, we met up, watched Netflix. He added drinks, but no sex. He works in constructions, hot. And said his body is shutting down and was too tired. I reached out to him the next weekend. He turned me down because he was hanging out with friends. Following weekend, his family was staying at his place. I said, oh, again, no sex. I want to hook up with this dude again, but I don't think he's as interested. Should I just take the loss or what should I do? What's my move? Thanks for the advice. I mean, it kind of just sounds like just just take the L and just like mm. I, that's what that's what I feel. I mean, like. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's what I feel anyway. Like I, I, I look at a situation like that where it's like, if, if things are great, like mm-hmm. it's like, oh, maybe not on the weekends, but hey, c- like come out, like I feel like you modify it, like two weeks having that long period. That's like that's like that's a rough. Yeah, that's he, a, like you would modify has, your. I would mo- like I would modify a schedule. Hey, I'm busy here and here, but I can I'll do I can do this. Yeah. I met, got drinks, sex was great, reached out to me a couple days later, again, again the following week, third time I reached out to him, we met, watched Netflix. Here's, here's the thing. Look at the sliding scale of your hangouts. Met, got drinks, had sex. 
Then you met up with him, got drink, uh, met, had drinks, went to his place, had sex. The, the sex was great. Reached out to me we, uh, later, and we just slept together again the following week. Third time, reached out to him. Netflix, drinks, no sex. So look at the hangouts. You went from leaving the house to being in the house. So to me, I don't think, you know, what she has to realize, she was looking for casual attention, it seems like. Right. And she enjoyed the sex. So she's like, I want to go back to that well. I would say to her, be available, but un, uh, I would be available, but not insulted. And I know that's hard, but you're living in a world of casual from the guy's perspective, where it's like, there's nothing less casual than someone going, well, I'm offering sex and you're not taking it. And it's like, yeah, this isn't a casual. That means you want something more than what right. I'm looking for. And it, to me, it sounds like she's looking for casual, which is fine. But then say, hey, I'm here. Just let me know when you're ready to get it together. Right. And then go back on the app. Time to find a new casual. He might come back to you and go, hey, and then, you, then what you're saying is correct, where it's like, hey, we should hang out this Friday. Uh, no, nah, I can't really this Friday. But I'm free on Saturday. I'm going to be out. Just let me know when you're out. And then it's like, oh, okay, now you've kind of turned the tables a little bit. Right, the phrase "I'm out" is yeah. a, is a big one because it's like because like I, there's no pressure, mm-hmm. but I'm all, like, but it's also saying I don't want to stay in, yeah. and do this thing. So here I am. I'm out. Let's be out. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. J Train Podcast at gmail.com. Let's do one more. Is that cool? One more email. Excited to see you in August in Chicago. Uh, me and my roommate are big fans. Thank you. I've been hanging out with this guy three to four times a month since January. Three or four times a month since January. We never had an exclusive talk, but seems it was possible had, it was possibly heading in that direction. He asked if he could leave a toothbrush at my place, told his grandma about me, and invited me to do a wedding. Of the three things, toothbrush at my place, told his grandma about me, Invited me to a wedding. What is the most important thing to you as a guy? To me, it would be my grandma. Like the really? grandma, the grandma thing. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: grandma doesn't have much longer on the planet. You sure. have no idea. So the fact that you're bringing people in and out of her life, I mean, like you're not. I mean, but told his grandma about you. He didn't introduce you. you right. You told the grandma. Also, the I, I guess you, that makes that's a good case, and also it's him. Telling her exactly. that he told. Yes, yes, yes. yes. But we, we're assuming he's not like. That is to me number three on the list of importance. Told his grandma about you and invited you to a wedding. Invited you to a wedding, you have to physically go to the wedding. He has to uninvite you to the wedding to not have you there. Right. It's grandma. Who the fuck cares? I mean, dude, I'm a I'm a grandma guy. Yeah, I love I, I love my grandma, I, man. I my, I my grandmother's supposed passed away, but I I definitely uh, they were older when I was you know older, and I definitely said to my grandma, "Yeah, I'm uh, this girl." And this listen, girl, Jared, this. I understand that I'm better with my family than you are. That's fine. I, I, no, I, listen, <laughs> I I have. You heard it here first. Jared doesn't love his family. That's oh, what I just, love my family <laughs> enough not to lie to them. Right. I was like, yeah, Nana, I'm seeing this girl. And we're just fucking. You got to talk about something. Yeah. <laughs> we're just fucking. I don't know. It's just like a, you know, not a lot going on. You know, like it wasn't ever a. Um, it's either that or that. Why do you have a weird Band-Aid on your face? Yeah. <laughs> What's the Band-Aid? No, I'll talk about me fucking. What's going on with these moles? Yeah. Telling my grandma. Like, and also me telling her that I. T- oh, I was talking to my grandmother about you. I know what I'm doing when I do that. Right. You're like. Inviting you to the wedding is toothbrush at your place. 
I'll lose a toothbrush. Right. I'll 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 eat the two three bucks to lose. Toothbrush is your place. Yeah. You can throw that away. It's out of my life. Who the fuck cares? That's a first class. That's a first class flight pack. Yeah. I can throw that in there. I got <laughs> right. toothbrushes all over my purse. I dropped mine in the toilet last week. Yeah, got a new one. So the wedding thing is the most important to me. It's now July. We haven't hung out in over a month, but he's still texting, snapping me consistently, like almost every day. Because we hadn't hung out in a while, I decided to do some Insta-stalking, and all I could find were pics with his ex that were posted in 2016. I later saw on, Venmo feed, on my Venmo feed that he had, been Venmoed the, he had Venmoed the ex multiple times over the past month. That we hadn't been hanging out. That's a big deal. If he's back with the ex, why is he still initiating texts with me? I'd honestly prefer that he'd ghost me than string me along with, hey, how's your day text? Does he owe me an explanation considering we did hang out for like five months? I don't want to just ghost him because then I look like the shitty person help. Well, that's funny that she's like, I don't want to ghost him because I'm <laughs> shitty. Yeah, he's fucking his ex. Yeah. How is he not shitty? It's so funny the I mean, perspective of this. Email. There's there's always there's always one famous phrase and it's follow the money. Yeah. You can you can you can explain away mm-hmm. an Instagram post, you can explain away mm-hmm. a tweet or a snap, but when somebody's sending money to somebody, that's yeah. that's that's Well, pretty- here's what he's doing. Um, she says because we hadn't hung out in a while, I decided to do some stalking. Uh, it's July. We haven't hung out in a month, but he's still texting, snapping me consistently. The reason he does that is because it keeps you for if and when. So he's going to be the trick for this dude is be pleasantly available, but never commit to being there. You're the toothbrush that he leaves at your house. He can lose it. Exactly. Fine. If he loses it, he loses it. Right. He's treating you like that toothbrush. Eh, you know, what am I to lose? You know, uh, uh, yeah, he's saying if we go to the toothbrush analogy, it's it's there if I need it, but if I don't ever go there anymore, I'm okay with losing the three bucks on the toothbrush. Right. And to me, he's got you in that. And for me, you don't have to ghost him. Right now, you haven't seen him in a month. Let me repeat myself. You haven't seen him in a month. He's texting you for no reason. Your text to him is, hey, I've enjoyed hanging out with you. I haven't seen you in a month. Uh, this feels a little ridiculous to keep texting. I'm going to go meet other people. That's it. Have your, make your own ending. Stop waiting for the endings to come to you. Like, yeah. you know, in this situation, like you gave it a chance. Now, the, the, the Venmo stuff, that's not something for you to call out. That's something for you to notice. Notice right. it and own it. Yeah, he's Venmoing with his ex because... Something is going on with the ex. I don't have, I have a lot of exes in my history. I don't have fucking dog walking businesses that we own together that I have to, you know, right. even out on. So <laughs> I don't have like fucking cable bills that we have to like figure out the, you know, the cost on. Well, so, also, that's the one thing I don't understand. Like when you, when you do like an ending thing, yeah. there's always this thing where it's like, I know this and I know that. And you don't like, have to do like, that. why do you have to do like my whole because thing is like, they just. Give, because they want to they give reasons that they've told a good person to go away. I think that's like a big thing with a lot of people and the reason they're like afraid to end something where they know they're not getting out of that is because they're saying, well, he's a nice guy. He checks a lot of boxes. How could I go to my friends who are also single and go, uh, yeah, I just told this one to get out of my face. And they're like, it's like, 
You know, going to your... Fr- I think a lot of... From the emails that I get, it feels like a lot of women are afraid to lose guys who make them feel mediocre. Right. Because then they couldn't complain about dating. <laughs> like, like, right. So they, like, if they're like, yeah, this guy and I, I told him that I don't want to see him anymore. He won't take me out on dates. And then be like, well, didn't you try? And like, did you tell him like you want to be taken on? Why didn't you keep trying to get him to take you on dates? He was answering you. He was texting you. And you go, well, yeah, but why would I want to convince someone to go on dates with me? And then you come back and you go, well, dating sucks. And they go, well, you get rid of guys all the time. Right. You just take, you just take guys for granted. It's like, no, 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 no. Switch that narrative. You, your standards aren't being met. You haven't seen each other in a month. You'd like to keep hanging out or you would have liked to in the past. Hey, I'm done answering your text or stop answering the text. Right. You can do one or the other. You can go, so who the fuck cares what he thinks of you? Or you can say, hey, uh, I don't know why we're still texting. We haven't seen each other in a month. If you want to take me out, I'm more than I'm here and ready, willing, and able. But if you don't, I'm going to stop responding. Boom. Right. I like J- the period thing. Right. J train podcast at gmail.com. J train podcast at gmail.com. Justin Smith, thank you for coming on. Dude, thanks for having me, man. This is always great. Always a pleasure. At Justin Smith Comedy on Instagram. Inspired. That's the album. It's streaming everywhere right now. Now, uh, Spotify, Apple Apple Music, Music, Pandora. It's all there. Justin Smith. and, And listen, a like or a thumbs up on those streaming apps is a huge, huge deal that costs you no money to do. That you can help someone out. So, and Justin is a friend of this podcast and a fantastic guest and a fantastic comedian. So all of you go get involved with that at Justin Smith Comedy. Also, the doc is out for your pooping pleasure. Shelby, thank you for popping in. Thanks for having me. At Classic Shelb on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Also, Shelby has a new website. and It is beautiful. ShelbyRoyston.com. ShelbyRoyston.com. I'm Jared Freed. We're here every Tuesday and Friday with your emails. Keep spreading the word. Keep telling a friend, a coworker, a brother, a sister, a mama, a papa, anyone with ears. We'll take them. We'll be back next episode. Boom. Like every person in this room has like that weird, perverted best friend that's going nowhere in life, right? Like you love them, but they're just not going to go anywhere. Well, my perverted best friend uh, got his shit together, went to night school, and then became the emergency night nurse for my grandma's retirement facility. Which means if you're not doing the math, at some point, my perverted best friend is gonna see my grandma's titties. And yeah, yeah, how do you think I feel? That's a weird thing to have to hear coming from a stranger. But here's the thing. I think about it every day. And you wanna know why I think about it every day? Because my best friend texts me that every day. (laughs) 